This is Shannon Ray Davis, and you are listening to Omega Man Radio. Welcome to my world, the world of the Omega Man. Join us here for the nightly marathon, broadcasting Monday through Friday. Get trained up. War of the Saints is coming. You want to be an overcomer and endure till the end. We will teach you how. We cast out devils. We command healing to the sick in Jesus' name. And we preach the full gospel of Jesus Christ to win souls for Jesus. If you'd like to support this work financially, we have a PayPal button on our website. We have GoFundMe, Zelly, even Take Bitcoin. And we thank you in advance for partnering with us. Our website is OmegaManRadio.com. One more thing before we start tonight's show. To the demons, tuning in. We're coming for you, demon. No demon is safe. Hello, Brother Joseph. Welcome aboard, my friend. Thank you. Would you like to open us in prayer? Sure. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, I thank you for another golden opportunity to share the glorious gospel of your Son, Father. We thank you for your plan, and we thank you for what he did for us and we thank you that he did not leave us comfortless or orphans, but he gave us the Holy Spirit. I thank God for the Holy Spirit. I ask that you come now and anoint me to preach and to uh, sing tonight uh, and pray. And everybody that's with me tonight, uh, we touch and agree on this ministry and uh, for the purpose of winning souls and bring people to Jesus, healing the sick, raising the dead, casting out demons, truly you have received freely give. We give tonight what God has given to us. We freely give it. All that are listening tonight at the sound of my voice, I pray for a move of God upon your heart tonight. As you tune in, and I pray for the orphans, that God will bless them here on earth. God will send help and care for them and provision for them. And also for the uh, widows in the church of our Lord Jesus Christ. We pray for revival, that God will pour his spirit out according to Acts 2, 17 through 19, upon the earth. Oh, Lord God, at this time, and we pray for America, for revival in every city and state in America. We cover with the blood. We cover this globe with the blood of Jesus Christ. It belongs to God in the name of Jesus Christ. We love you. We thank you for OmegaManRadio.com. We thank you for Shannon Davis 
and all his labor of love and his wife and children. We ask for that you would provide for them and bless them and help them, Lord, as they labor with you. Lord God, we're not laborers by ourselves, but we work with you. We thank you, Lord Jesus. We thank you for healing. We thank you for people that are sick and afflicted tonight, that their blessed hope, Jesus Christ, that they can have hope in him and not to give up, but to keep looking to him and keep praying. We pray for the sick and afflicted, tormented mentally, Lord, the demon possessed, that you will break the bonds and the chains, that you will break, Lord, everything that's opposing them and everything that's coming against them tonight. Lord, your name was Jesus. Your reputation was you went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. So tonight we take our authority. Lord, we take our authority in your name, in the precious name of Jesus at the cross. We embrace the cross tonight where everyone has to come to receive Jesus Christ and salvation. Salvation is to be received by grace, unmerited favor to the lost sinner. That is the grace of God. Jesus came with grace and mercy. And tonight he's doing the same thing to this ministry. He's pouring out his grace and his ministry. We lift up Jesus Christ tonight. He said, if I be lifted up, I will draw all men unto me. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Rise and be healed in the name of Jesus. Let faith arise in your soul. Rise and be healed in the name of Jesus. He will cleanse you and make you whole. We give you the glory and we give you the honor, Lord, as you raise us up tonight. I'm speaking tonight in love to everyone that's listening. I want you to know that that God loves you very much, and he cares for you, and he wants you to come home tonight. If you don't know him, he wants you to come and know him tonight and receive him as your personal Savior and your Lord, and that you give your life to him because he gave his life for us. He gave us all his life that we might partake of the goodness of God and we might live an abundant life that he has for us as we praise him, as we worship him, as we serve him with prayer and supplication. We just praise him now. We lift him up. We praise him. When you praise the Lord, the presence of God comes. The presence of God comes. This is one of our weapons as a Christian, when we praise the Lord. So tonight, we praise the Lord. We give thanks. We give thanks to all those that can be healed tonight. If, I, if they reach out and uh, 
ask you to heal them, I believe, because I agree with them with my faith. It says that two or more shall touch and agree in the word of God, Jesus taught, and I will do it, he said, if it's my will. Well, we believe it's his will to heal, uh, to set the captive free, and we believe that he sets people that uh, are in bondage and are in a slave by the devil's darkness to set them free. So only he can do that by his power. And in his power there's na- in his, is his name. And there's power in his name. And when we proclaim his name, then people can reach out and the Holy Spirit is working. Because he always lifts up Jesus. The Holy Spirit's ministry is to always lift up Jesus. And he will minister to you tonight as you pray, as you listen to the word of God. Uh, he knows your deepest need and deep calls unto deep. Tonight, the word of the Lord. Uh, in the Old Testament, God sent prophets to speak the word of the Lord. And uh, at one time, Moses said, I wish above all things that all of God's people be prophets. In the New Testament church, you know that there's apostles, you know there's prophets, there's evangelists, pastors, teachers. And God is still speaking through prophets by the Holy Spirit in the New Testament church. We must realize that Jesus Christ is the head of the church. And he looks on the church today, and he gave us the book of Revelation to look at the churches. And he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. So he can walk in any church, and he can uh, tell the angel of that church, which is the pastor, he can tell him what's wrong with the church, and to give that message to the church. And that it's not him speaking, it's God speaking through him. The message that God gave him about the church. I believe tonight that God has imparted unto me the word of the Lord at this season for the church. The whole church. As Jesus sits on the throne in heaven, uh, he sits on the right hand of the Father. That he gives revelation knowledge out to the church. And people want to know, what is God saying to the church in this day and in this hour? We know that there will be a famine for the word of God. That people will be so famished to hear what God is saying. Tonight I believe we have that in much prayer and much supplication and seeking the Lord. I give this message with fear and trembling. I give it by faith, believing that I have heard from God, and God has spoken to me. And we know that this is true, because it says, my sheep hear my voice. So tonight, in the name of Jesus, we go to Luke. Luke, the Gospel of Luke. And we know we go into chapter 9. Luke chapter 9. And I'm looking at the great transfiguration in uh, in uh, the scripture in verse 28. And it came to pass about eight days after these sayings 
He took Peter and John and James and went up into a mountain to pray. And as he prayed, the fashion of his countenance was altered, and his raiment was white and glistening. And behold, there talked with him two men, which were Moses and Elijah. Both of these men were prophets. And it says in verse 31, who appeared in glory and spake of his decease, which he should accomplish at Jerusalem. So here they were talking about Jesus was going to die on the cross and he was going to be raised from the dead. And they're discussing this. And but Peter and they that were with him were heavy with sleep. And when they were awake, they saw his glory and the two men that stood with him. Do you remember back in the book of Exodus that uh, Moses wanted to see God's glory? Let me see your glory. I will not go with you. I want to see your glory. We know that's the presence of God. And here they are in the presence of God. And they're being so blessed. And it came to pass as they departed from him. Peter said unto Jesus, Master, it is good for us to be here. And let us make three tabernacles. One for thee, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. Not knowing what he said. While he thus spake, there came a cloud. And overshadowed them, and they feared as they entered into the cloud. There came a voice out of the cloud and saying, This is my beloved son, hear him. That is the word of the Lord tonight as we start the prophetic season of the Lord tonight, talking to his church, the church of Jesus Christ. There came a voice out of the cloud saying, this is my beloved son, hear him. Well, what they were looking at was they were having a hard time at this time believing that he was God. They believed and he had asked them a question, who do men say that I am? And Peter was the one that said, thou art the Christ the son of the living God. But they were still having problems of unbelief, all of them. We know after Jesus did rise from the dead and went into the room and uh, was told by Mary Magdalene after she saw that Jesus was no longer in the tomb, that Peter received a message from Mary Magdalene. And he remembered what Jesus told him, that he would meet him in Galilee after he had risen from the dead. And But they had a time in their life where they were in fear because they didn't want to lose their lives for the gospel. And they were hiding in a room. And Jesus came in his glorified body. He walked through the, the walls of the room. He asked them if they had any fish. And he had, he had eaten with them in the room. And that's when he showed Thomas, doubting Thomas, 
his side, his wounds, his feet, his hands, because Tommy said, I will not believe unless I see it with my own eyes. Jesus told him, Thomas, be thou not faithless, but have faith in God. So we don't have Jesus standing here in his glorified body. Now, Jesus Christ might visit you by his spirit and give you revelation and talk to you, and you might have visitations from the Lord. But very rarely does he uh, come back in his glorified body and appear to people. It has been said that this has happened. And uh, he will come, and he will speak, and uh, then he will lead them and finish his business. Now, we have to understand that he is the head of the church. So he can do whatever he wants to do to get his will done in the church. And we're to listen to him according to the Father. Jesus was a prophet, priest, and king. Now he's a great intercessor in heaven. He's the great high priest. And we as Christians are priests. And we come into the Holy of Holies, and we ask for our prayer requests. And he talks to the Father, and the prayer requests, as we pray, they start to come down from heaven as we touch the heart of God. So, Peter wanted to do something that was not in line with God. We see here that both these men were prophets, Elijah and Moses. And the people were following them at one time. But now the Father says from heaven, this is my beloved son. Hear him. It's time for them to go. It's time for Elijah and Moses to go away. They're still a part of the Bible. They're still a part of your lives. But now I'm in a different dispensation of salvation that my son will bring. He will give uh, the revelation of grace to the Apostle Paul and the revelation of, of uh, knowledge uh, to John that he has kept alive to uh, write the book of Revelation. Now, this is the way he built the church. He added to the church. As he went along, he added to the church. Not everybody knew what he was doing. And at times he did what he did, and that was it. And he went on. So, the word of the Lord is what? Let's go to uh, the first place where Jesus spoke to the church, the Old Testament church. There was a church in the Old Testament. It says it in the book of Acts. It was a church in the wilderness. And Isaiah 56, 7 says, Isaiah 56, 7, Even then will I bring to my holy mountain, and make them joyful in my house of prayer. Their burnt offerings and their sacrifices 
shall be accepted upon my altar. For my house shall be called a house of prayer for all people. Everybody hear that? That's God talking in the book of Isaiah the prophet. Isaiah 56. He says, even then will I bring to my holy mountain and make them joyful in my house of prayer. Their burnt offerings and their sacrifices shall be accepted upon my altar. And for my house shall be called a house of prayer for all people. So this message goes out to all nations. This is for all nations. The Lord God, which gathereth the outcasts of Israel, say it, yet will I gather others to him, beside those that are gathered unto him. All ye beasts of the field, come to devour. Yea, all ye beasts in the forest. His watchmen, these are the prophets. His watchmen are blind. They are all ignorant. They are all dumb dogs. They cannot bark. Sleeping. Lying down. Loving to slumber. So we see here, this is what the true prophets are supposed to be doing, but they're asleep. They're not watching. Their eyes are not anointed. They're not seeing what God is showing them in the spirit. They're sleeping, they're loving down, and they love slumber. They love slumber. These are the prophets of the day. Yea, they are greedy dogs, which can never have enough. And they are shepherds that cannot understand. They all look to their own way, everyone for his gain from his quarter. Come ye, say they, I will fetch wine, and we will fill ourselves with strong drink, and tomorrow shall be as this day, and much more abundant. So, preaching false messages to the people, not telling them the true word of the Lord. And the Lord has a pure word to the church right now, in what the church is supposed to be doing right now to build his church. We are co-laborers with Jesus Christ. Every Christian has a part to play in the building of God's house here upon the earth. Because we pray, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And we know that that is eternal, but we're also calling down the kingdom now, establishing it now in the spirit here, because it's a spiritual kingdom, and we are to occupy until Jesus comes back and sets up his church in Israel when he comes back. Well, let's go now and see is the same words. The same words in the book of Matthew, chapter 21, and I'm looking at verse 12. It's called the cleansing of the temple. Remember, we are the temples of the Holy Ghost.
Remember, Jesus Christ is in us. All believers that are born again of the Spirit of God, when you receive the finished work of Calvary, when you confess with your mouth and you believe in your heart that Jesus Christ is Lord, that he loves you, that he's your God, and you give your life to him, you become a temple of the living God. And you become a priest. And you become a king. And all these become, and they will continue to become throughout as we worship the Lord in spirit and truth. You see it in the first book of Revelation. I'm in, right now, Matthew 21. We have to be cleansed. You see, we're saved by grace. Unmerited favor to the sinner. We confess with our mouth and we believe in our heart. And God, ask God to, to forgive us of all our sins. And he does. He washes them away by his blood. But then we go on to sin. Because the Bible says in 1 John 1, 9, that if we, if we don't admit that we have sin, we're a liar. We're calling God a liar. But if you confess your sins, he's faithful and just to forgive you of your sins and to cleanse you of all unrighteousness. I know that positionally we are forgiven. I know that Jesus paid for our, for our sins on the cross. I know it's all paid for. I know that our healing, by his stripes we are healed. I believe that. But still, it must be a living out and a walking it out by faith with Jesus Christ here now on earth as we live out our lives. So we have to acknowledge and we have to rightly divide the word of truth and we have to take a deep look in the scriptures of what God is saying to us now in this season of 2024 of January and then going on into February, March, and so on. Matthew twenty-one twelve, Jesus went into the temple of God and cast out all them that sold and bought in the temple and overthrew the tables of the money changers and the seats of them that sold those. So why did Jesus do that? Because they were making his house a den of thieves. What they were doing as they were sacrificing animals like lambs, sheep, you know, different animals, they were selling them for double, triple the price as people came to the temple to sacrifice. And they were making money on the sacrifices. And Jesus saw that they were making merchandise, merchandise out of his house and in his house. So Jesus had righteous anger. Remember, God has anger, but his anger is, is under control. It is a holy anger. 
And we have anger. And our anger has to be under the control of the Holy Spirit. And just for an example, we can get angry at abortion. And God gets angry at abortion. That's just an example. God has given us these emotions. And Jesus put on a ministry here of decaying God's house, deteriorating God's house, taking from God's house what God meant for his house to be. His house is a holy house. You are like the house of God. You are holy. Without holiness, no man shall see the Lord, it says. We ought to be holy. We ought to be like God. So he was making a point where everybody surely understood what he was doing. And those that took heed to what he was doing were very smart and very wise. Those that repented of their sins were under the mighty Holy Spirit conviction of the Spirit of God, and they repented, and they got right with God. Now, Jesus has the right, as our Savior and Lord, as we can grieve him, and we are not to grieve the Holy Spirit, and to bring conviction upon us and show us where we're missing it. And so we can go to the Lord... And so we can repent, and we can ask God to wash our sins away and get right with God. And because in 1 John 1, 9, it's talking about relationship. See, when we sin, we break relationship. We break that relationship that's not flowing now with the Lord. So we've got to get back in relationship and broken relationship and get it right. Jesus said in 13, I'm in Matthew 21, 13, and said unto them, it is written, my house shall be called the house of prayer, but you have made it a den of thieves. Just like I said before, people were robbing God, robbing one another, selling animals, for double, triple the price, maybe more, taking all that money and uh, using it where it shouldn't be used in the rightly place of where it should be used. And the blind and the lame came to him in the temple and he healed them. The blind and the lame came to him in the temple and he healed them. Well, he surely wasn't blind. And he surely wasn't sleeping. And he surely was not caring about himself and his own things. Jesus was the good shepherd. Jesus came to heal the sick. Jesus came to love people and to have compassion on people. And when the chief priests and scribes saw the wonderful things... That he did. And the children crying in the temple and saying 
Hosanna to the son of David. They were so displeased. They were jealous of Jesus. Could you imagine? Could you imagine how God was using Jesus, his son? But yet these religious leaders were jealous of him, envious of him. Because what they were doing was sinful to the people and to themselves. They were destroying themselves with their own teachings. And they put themselves above God's word. And their word had no power. They took the word of God and made it of none effect to the people. And they were making disciples of hell itself. And were not leading, leading them to the true God and to heaven as their home. And they were so jealous and envious of Jesus. They were so displeased of the miracles that he did. And the great love that he had for the people. And at one time they said, we have to destroy him. Because all the people will turn to him. And they will leave us. And said unto him, Hearest thou what thee say? Jesus said unto them, Yea, have you never read out of the mouth of babes and sucklings? Thou hast perfected praise. So we see here that a great example was performed in the temple. And Jesus was telling them and doing his rightly ministry to clean house. Jesus was cleaning house. His house. His father's house. And that's the word of the Lord, Christians, to all of us this day. That is the word of the Lord to all of us this day, if you want to know what God is saying to the church, that's what he's saying. My house is a house of prayer. Prayer must come first to God. Prayer must get come first because in prayer, there is a searching of the human heart and getting right before God before we pray. That's why Jesus said, our Father. And then he went on to talk about asking, seeking, knocking. But first, it was about the kingdom. First, it was about forgiveness. And first, it was about prayer. The disciples said, Jesus, teach us to pray. And this was the prayer that Jesus said, Our Father, Our Father. Tonight, Jesus is saying to the church of Jesus Christ, all over the world, every body of believers that comes and worships Jesus as their Lord and their God, in spirit and in truth, is saying from heaven to every pastor, to every apostle, to every Christian in the church,
that gives the message to one another. The apostle, the pastor, is like the angel in the church. And God tells him what to tell the congregation, what to tell the people. Jesus is the head of the church. He looks at the church with his eyes. His eyes are an eye of fire. And he could see in the spirit the hearts of the people in the church. And he sees the great things that they're doing with him. And they see the things that they're not doing. And one thing that Jesus sees right now is that they're not praying. They are not praying like they should. And I'm here tonight by prayer. The reason why I'm preaching tonight like this is because I get phone calls from people that pray for me. I get phone calls today. People came over the house. We had a three, uh, two-hour prayer meeting in the pouring rain here tonight outside. They came in the house and we prayed. And I've been going through a tremendous uh, sickness and disease in my body. And my church, the church I go to, I call it my church because I go there. Truth Church 2-4 dimension is because people are praying for me. Jesus is praying for me, the great high priest. And I am very grateful and I thank God. I think Paul knew what he was saying when he said, Christians pray for one another that you may be healed. The fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. Tonight, I'm talking to the leadership and the people in the church to seek God and to pray. To pray for you and your wife, your children, your community, your neighbors. Your city, your state, pray for the police department, pray for hospitals, pray for prisons and jails, to pray a mighty move of God upon this world. And I believe if every church got a hold of what the Lord said in the Old Testament, to give me no rest. To continue to pray day and night. To grab the horns of the altars. And don't let go. I believe that we will have a mighty move. And a mighty answer of God. And first of all, I believe it's God's will. It cleans out the heart. It searches the heart if there is any hurtful things in us. We know that's in uh, the Psalms. If there's any hurtful thing in me, get it out, Lord. But also, God delights in prayer. And that's the way he wants his house. He said it twice in the Bible. Twice. When God says something twice, he really means business. So hear him tonight in love, church. I talk to you as, a, as the church. I am the church. 
I am one member, one body in the body of Christ. And I tell you what God is saying. And get your congregation together. Have prayer meetings and pray and pray and pray till the walls come down and pray. That is the word of the Lord for tonight to the Christian church, everyone that believes in Jesus Christ, everyone who has accepted him as Lord and Savior, everyone that believes that he died and he rose again from the dead, just like the two prophets appeared to him to tell him about his decease. Rise and be healed in the name of Jesus. Let faith arise in your soul. Rise and be healed. In the name of Jesus, he will cleanse you and make you whole. Well, praise the Lord. I've given you What's on my heart tonight by the Lord Jesus Christ, I stand and believe, and I give it now to the church, and now I expect you to try of your spirits, and that's your right as a Christian, but I'm telling you, you're not going to waste your time praying. You're not going to waste your time praying. It's the power of the church. No prayer, no power. Little prayer, little power. You want to see God move almighty? The multitudes, much prayer. You call them in from the north, the south, the east, and the west. You tell the adversary, let my people go. Just like Moses did stood before Pharaoh as an example in the Old Testament. Let my people go. Just like Elijah that stood and said there'll be no rain for three years. And he stood before evil kings. And then he saw a hand in the sky and he got between his legs and put his head down to the ground and his servant and it became a hand. The cloud was formed like a hand. And then he told them, continue to pray. And they prayed and prayed. Suddenly it began to rain. After three years of famine in the land, it began to rain. And Elijah was so touched by the Spirit of God and so anointed that he outran 
the man that was riding the chariot and a horse. He outran a horse that's over 40 miles an hour. And maybe more. And he received a blessing. It rained. So you want it to rain? I tell you, it rained today like it always rains in Florida. It pours. It pours. And I believe God wants to pour out his spirit if the church will get serious with God and stop being asleep and stop wasting time on other things and make our prerogative on prayer. Prayer comes first. It's my meeting with God. You know, God loved us so much that he said, I, I do a new thing. And now you can enter into the Holy of Holies, the new and living way. And you can worship your heavenly father. And you can bring in your request to him. The living God. The living God. This is a great opportunity. I believe if you do what the word of the Lord says, you receive great benefits. Psalms 68 says the Lord loads us with benefits. He's willing. We need to be willing. I deliver my soul tonight to you in love because I love you. And I believe you love your communities. You love your neighbors. You love your loved ones. You love your family. You love your children. You love your city. You love your state. And uh, if, if uh, you say, no, I don't really love that, I don't love, well, maybe you can change it. Your prayers will change things. Your prayers will change things. It brings prosperity. I wish above all things that you prosper and be in good health as your soul prospers. If our soul don't prosper, we're not going to be in good health. It could affect our health. So I pray tonight that you have much root, much root in the kingdom of God, and that you go before your king, King Jesus, and that you listen to what the Lord is saying tonight. Thus saith the Lord, listen to my son, hear him. Amen. Amen. What a powerful message tonight. Evangelist Joseph Ferrara. Brother Joseph, before we close, I had a prayer request come in for a sister Gallagher asking that uh, we lift up prayer for her knees. She had knee surgery and is in some pain. And uh, would you pray for Sister Gallagher that the Lord could touch her tonight? Sure. I could relate to that. Father, I know what it is to have pain in my knees. So does my wife. But we pray. Yes, Lord. And we believe you. Yes, and sometimes you tell us to do this, you tell us to do that. But we always want to be in your will. And I believe you can touch my sister tonight with this aching pain in her knees. 
Lord, you said, come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and come and learn of me. I am meek and lowly in heart, and you shall find rest unto your soul. The Bible also says, blessed are those that mourn, for they shall be comforted. I pray the God of all comforts, the God that comforts me, the same God that comforts me comforts you. I know he is faithful to all those. When he hears our cry, he is faithful to comfort us. I pray that he comforts you tonight. I pray he is the burden bearer. I pray that you take this pain, Lord, out of her knees right now. She's sore. She had surgery. She's very tender right now. Lord, her body has been cut into. And I ask that you finish the surgery. You are the great physician. And right now, my wife and I and Shannon and everybody else at the sound of our voice as we hear the prayer request, we pray with her, Lord, as we touch and agree that you take that pain from her legs now and give her comfort and healing. We speak healing into her knees right now. Wherever you are, we don't have to go to your house and we don't have to see you, but all we have to do is send the word and my servant will be healed. And that's a true scripture from the Bible. He spoke the word and his servant was healed. And he had the dropsy. He was in a lot of pain in his body. So we pray the same for you. Wherever you are, there is no distance in prayer. God knows. God's going to visit you now. As we put our faith in him. With Shannon Davis, our brother. I ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. I agree. We've got another uh, request from Brother Archie. He texted me and said um, he was stopped by the police and uh, charged with drinking and driving. And he's got a court case on Wednesday for DUI. And he's asking for the mercy and favor of God as he goes before the judge. His name is Brother Archie. Could you lift him up in prayer? He's admitted to his mistake, but he needs mercy. All right, Lord, you forgive us of our sins. And uh, he made a mistake. For whatever reason, he got in trouble. And he's going to court. And he's already got charges against him. He might have to pay a fine. He might lose his license. I don't know. For a time I don't know but we pray right now and we touch and agree we ask for mercy we ask for mercy from the judge for the cops that arrested him we pray Lord that you give him another chance we pray we're, we're um, his brothers and sisters and we bring him to you Lord like the man in the house that went up on the roof his friends wanted him healed. They went up to the roof, opened the roof of the house, and brought him down to you. And he wanted him healed. He wanted mercy on him. And you saw their faith. 
and we come to you by faith and asking you to move on his heart he has repented he's gotten right with you Lord and we ask that you get moved by your power on the judge's heart and uh, the cops anybody else if he's got a lawyer Lord and sure will speak through the lawyer speak through the lawyer we ask for a move of your spirit in that courtroom maybe he might have to pay a little price but it's better than paying a big price in Jesus name amen amen I touch and agree in Jesus name amen folks we're live with evangelist Joseph Ferrara brother Joseph if someone would like to make contact with you is there a way they can do that yeah brother J and J by the C at Juno.com J and J by the C at Juno.com brother Joseph we got one more prayer request and uh a sister named Angie said, please pray for me and my husband, Ben. Our marriage is uh, in trouble. And they're asking for prayer because the enemy wants to destroy it. The husband wants out of the marriage. Sure. Could you lift up them up in prayer, Angie and Ben? Thank you. Angie and Ben, we all have problems in our marriage one time or another and the enemy definitely does come to kill, steal and destroy but you have to say no more no more we know what you're doing we recognize who you are and I put on my armor and I have to learn to discern what's coming in my head and what's coming in my soul and I have to take authority over that like we all do before we give him place the Bible says give the devil no place don't open a door to him don't let him get in and this comes over time we grow and we learn and it's not only him but sometimes it's us and our flesh our old nature and we have to learn to destroy our all nature and uh, what is of the devil and what is from us. And we have to put on Christ, your armor of God, and to be alert because he comes like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. But Jesus destroyed him at the cross. Jesus took the punishment and paid the price for our sins on the cross, it's already been done. And we have to know and, and, uh, and learn about and how to use our weapons that are not cardinal but spiritual to the tearing down of strongholds. And we don't let him get in our head and believe a lie. We have to use the word and the Holy Spirit to guide us. Know we got an enemy and know we're in war. We're in warfare. And we have to be ready every day. You have to put on your armor. Ephesians chapter 6. When you know 
and you've done everything to stand, to stand. And uh, we know what you're going through. We've all been through it. And he definitely comes to destroy a home. Don't let him do it. Close the door. You got a door on your, on, on your house, the front door? Well, liken that unto your soul. Don't let him in. Don't let him in the house. And uh, I, ju I just say this in love. I had an experience with a married couple. Beautiful. Beautiful young Christians. And I used to go from my church to their church. And I'd knock on their door and I'd talk to them about Jesus. And one day, he said to me when he opened the door, he said, the devil won. And he came in their house and they, they let him destroy their home. He didn't want to talk no more. I never forgot that. That's like uh, 35, 40 years ago. I was out street ministering. Beautiful couple. And uh, I don't know if they ever got back together. Now, I'm not saying that to give you no hope. I am saying that as a reality and a warning. And... I take those scriptures as a warning that if I don't do those scriptures, then I'm going to let him, I have to fight him off me. He is not going to go away until we go home. So you have to learn how to do that, my friend. And uh, your wife, you have to teach your wife. The Bible says in the book of Peter that God doesn't hear Married couples' prayers that are in sin. So if we're living in sin, then God don't hear our prayers. And so we have to examine our heart and go to God, ask for forgiveness, and ask him to, for help, the Holy Spirit, to continue to teach us and guide us in the word and to not give him no place. Give the devil no place. The only place that he can take from us is what we give him. Because he's already defeated. Jesus did it. Jesus forgave you of your sins. Jesus forgave your wife as we repent. So, Father, I pray for them tonight that you heal their marriage, that you come and visit them, I tear down the walls that have been put up in their hearts against one another. They are not enemies. They are children of God. They've been put together by God, and God has a plan for their marriage. I pray, Lord, right now, that you visit them, that you help them, you give them the strength, Holy Spirit, you bring them into the Scriptures, and you continue to teach them, and that they be obedient Lord, because there is a remedy. You are the remedy. And we have to be a doer of your word, not just a hearer, but as we grow in Christ, we have to learn to do. And we grow by line upon line, precept upon precept, here a little and there a little. 
And right now, I just pray if there is anybody listening and you want Jesus Christ to be your Lord and Savior, I pray with you right now, Father, in the name of Jesus, just say this prayer with me. Father, in the name of Jesus, I believe that Jesus is my Savior and Lord, and by faith I ask him to forgive me, Father, of all my sins and cleanse me from all unrighteousness by his precious blood. I believe that he rose from the dead. I believe that over 500 witnesses saw him, and I believe and I confess with my mouth, and I accept in my heart, and I confess to you, Jesus, come into my heart and be my Lord and Savior. If there's anybody out there that needed that prayer after all you heard tonight, there you go. We didn't forget you. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Brother Joseph. I want to thank Sister Joanne, who makes these programs possible, schedules us, and thank you to you both for the great ministry you do. We love and appreciate you. We'll see you next week, my brother. God bless you. And let me pray for you. Father God, in Jesus' name, I ask you to loose ministering angels. It's your brother Joseph, Sister Joanne. Yes, Lord. God, yes, touch Lord. them. Strengthen them. Yes, Lord. Give them the breakthrough they need. In every area, yes, we plead the blood of Jesus over you. You will yes. live and not die and declare the works of the Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father Amen. God, for the word that went forth tonight. In Jesus' name, bless him for it. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Shannon. Love you, brother. Love you, too. God bless you. I'll see you next time. I look forward to every week with you, my friend. What an honor. We'll see you all next time. Love you. Okay, love you. Bye-bye. Folks, that was Brother Joseph Ferrara and Sister Joanne, who schedules the shows for us. Thank you, Sister Joanne, making these possible. Friends, that's it for today. We're only doing three programs today. However, tomorrow... We're going to be picking up speed. And I've already got the schedule put up in the archive for you. We're going to be doing an early bird show at 10 a.m. Eastern with Rick Bell. And then our evening broadcast, Joseph Cohen, Tommy Hollihan, Speak My Word, Deborah Vales. Uh, we've got a pretty good week this week. International Show Wednesday. I'm going to get these uploaded right now so we stay current with titles. Uh encourage you to check my website out at least once a week, omegamanradio.com. I'll be updating it again this week. I've got the schedule. I'm pinning to the top of my Facebook wall. That's working pretty well. I think that'll work for many people out there that want the schedule in advance. You don't have to have a Facebook account to go view it. Just uh, go there and you can you can still see it without being a user, I think. What else is going on? Um, Substack, as I mentioned, please sign up for that. I want to thank everybody who has supported this program. Please continue to do so in prayer. And as God gives you the financial wherewithal, pray about your part in this ministry, whether it be a regular partner or one-time love offering. Every bit helps to fuel this program. We live by faith. This is 100% listener supported. And the programs are at no charge to you or anybody you want to share them with. If you're giving to this program, you can use it as a witness tool. 
you know, you can bless others with these shows. And I believe God will bless you. We're working together. One plants a seed, another waters it, God gives the increase. This is a, a group effort here for the last days. Again, all free to listen, download. There'll never be any charge. I vow that before the Lord. There's never going to be any charge. Never has been. We're not going to start it now. So we do uh, appreciate those that will come forward where you can. It's been a very tough uh, January for many people out there on many fronts. And uh, we just are thankful to have made it this far. So thank you again for those that have been able to help us. I just want to say we really appreciate you. God richly bless you. And um, for those that are not able, I pray right now that God bless your socks off, that you can abound to every good work, including this work if you'd like to, in Jesus' name. All right. Got everybody covered there. Have a great day. I'll get these up for you. I'm going to also work on every day uploading some um, reloaded shows. I'm finished with my uh, two-week assignment. I work part-time. And uh, that job is complete. So I'm back uh, on duty here. I'm going to get the uh, shows uploaded for you and reloaded, coming to you every day. Plenty of content for you outside the regular shows. More than you probably can listen to in a day, so don't worry. It's there if you want it. Okay, that's all i got to say. Love you all. Thank you. We'll see you next time. God bless you in Jesus' name.